five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Fever Pitch Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and we got a very, very special interview. Our guest today is a former University of Maryland track star, team captain, software engineer, and founder of LinkedIn Left Out, and of course, close friend of mine, Maxwell Myers. How are you doing today? I'm chilling. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's sunny outside. Football's on the TVs. Things it's are beautiful. Be a good day. Of course, of course. But let's cut the chit-chat. So tell me, what was the first sport you ever played? Um, all right. So the first sport that I ever played was soccer, actually. Really? Yeah, which is surprising because... I don't really, I don't really engage with soccer like at all anymore. Um, and actually, to be honest, after I played, I don't think I ever really went back to it at all. I played soccer when I was like maybe five or six. Oh, you played for like a team? Yeah, I played for like a like a league in like Bellsville or something like that. Yeah, oh, it was, it was a okay. while ago. Um, but yeah, I played soccer for like one year, but I was like, you know, just like. I was not paying attention while I was playing. I was just like, you know, picking flowers and stuff like that, bro. Like, <laughs> it, it, it was it wasn't anything serious, and yeah. Oh, do you remember if you guys won a lot? I I'm not gonna lie. I can't even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the first sport you remember uh, playing and having a considerable impact on your life? Um, after soccer, I played t-ball for like maybe like two years, two or three years. Um, this was like early elementary school, um, probably like kindergarten, first grade, probably like two years. Um, and I thought t-ball was like a, it was, it was a cool sport. Um, at the time my dad was like a coach as well. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a cool sport. I think that's when I started learning like the whole the way that uh, like team sports work in general and like cooperating with other people and stuff like that. How was that initial experience of learning how to cooperate with others in a sport? It was cool. Um, I would say that like when it comes to something like t-ball and like just having like five and six year olds like playing, it wasn't as serious. So it wasn't like it wasn't as strictly structured as something like baseball would be. But I think that built the framework for, like, what would come after, um, which was football, um, which I started playing in. I think I started playing flag football in first grade um, after T-ball. And that was that was probably, like, the pivotal switching um, moment because when I started playing flag football, I was like, okay, this is, like, pretty fun. Like, I was always a kid that wanted to, like, play outside and – do stuff like that so mm-hmm. flag was something that was fun and my dad wanted me to play real football but my mom didn't want me to play real football so what was that into that like okay so like basically i think one day like my football is my dad's favorite sport as well but um one day my dad was like oh do you want to play football and i was like sure like i i i don't really care like i'll i'll do any sport like anything that's like fun like that involves like like a team or anything along those lines I'll I'll play any type of sport or anything like that it's just something to do so I was like yeah I'll play football and my mom was like mm, we shouldn't put him in tackle we should put him in flag and if he likes flag then he can do tackle but he has to decide for himself and so I played flag for like 
a year, and then I was like, yeah, I'll play tackle. Like, it's, it's, it's cool. Like, I'll play tackle. And so then I started playing for the Elk Ridge Hurricanes um, mm-hmm. when we moved to our county. And that was definitely, like, the... That was definitely, like, the experience where it was, like, I started working on, like, that just affected me in different aspects of my life where it was, like, you start to learn, like, responsibility and stuff and, like, um, accountability at some levels because it's, like, you know, if you mess up, then it affects the team. And if somebody messes up on the team, then everybody, like, has to pay for it and stuff like that where you got, like, people running, suicide, stuff like that. So, like, all of those things like that. They had you guys running suicides in elementary school? Yeah. We will always be running. Yeah, always. What position did you play? I'm trying to think. Back in the day, because for, okay, for most of the time that I remembered, I played older but lighter in football. So I played, <laughs> surprisingly, I played tackle, and I played... You played offensive tackle? Yeah, I played offensive tackle, and then I played D-end. Yeah. And, yeah, I played offensive tackle and D-end. When I was younger, though, before I started playing order but lighter, I, I think I played, like, punt return, and then I played, like... I don't know, I just played wherever they put me. Mm-hmm. I didn't play, like... I didn't play any skill positions, though. Um... I was mostly playing like, yeah. Oh, I played fullback. I played fullback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I played fullback. Yeah, back in the day, I played fullback. Um, and then once I started playing order but lighter, I started playing tackle and, um, and the end. And it was notably tackle instead of tight end because I couldn't catch back then. So they were like, "Yeah, we can't put this man on tight end because if we try and throw, if we try and make him run a route, he's not gonna catch it." Oh wow. Yeah. So, what is older but lighter? Uh, older but lighter is basically like in the division of football that I played in. You had um, like it encompassed three years, so like you had six to eight, um, seven to nine, uh, eight to ten, and so on. And you could be one year older if you. Um, so, for example, if you're playing eight eight to ten, if you are eleven years old, you can play eight to ten if you're under a certain weight. So what I did was I played I played eight to ten because um, I played eight to ten as I was eleven and like I would be like one year older than the people I was playing most of the time when you're playing as well if you're playing in a league like six to eight seven to nine the people that you're playing are all like eight or they're nine or they're ten nobody's really like in that like if you're playing the only division where people are younger is six to eight because that's like the first league but. Mostly in every other league, people are, like, the oldest year because otherwise it's, like, you have, like, a, a seven-year-old playing against a nine-year-old. It's not, it's not really fair. Yeah. You definitely see those size differentials. Yeah. And the only, the only time when people would really play, um, like, and be younger is if they were a lot bigger, like, mm. as a, like, young kid. Um, so I, I played older but lighter because my dad liked the um, – the team that I had played with um, one year, and he was like, "You should stick with them because I think they were um, most of them were like one year younger than me." So I started playing with them. Um, but the other thing was, each team can only have six older belighters. Um, so like it was always like, in your age division, you had an A team, a B team, and a C team, and it was always like a like a competition to see like if I was going to get onto the A team or whatever it was. I think one of the most pivotal moments early. 
on was like me not making the A team one year and me being on the B team. And I was like, I think that was one of the like first like times that I failed at something. And yeah, that was definitely like a pivotal, a pivotal moment in athletics. Yeah. So what was that experience like learning that you were going to be on the B team? How did that change how you moved, things of that nature? I was definitely like, I remember that day I like went home and I was crying and stuff. And I was just like, I don't understand. I'm not good enough, blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. My dad was like, oh, it's not like you don't um, like it's not about that. You know, you just have to prove prove them wrong, blah, blah, blah. You know, you play this year on the B team. Next year you try it again for the A team. You'll make the A team stuff like that. And that was just kind of what my dad said. And like, sure enough, the next year I was practicing and I made the A team. And yeah, like. I was like, if I put, like, that was probably the earliest, um, the earliest lesson where it's like, if you put your mind to something, then you can work towards it and then you'll, you know, eventually be successful. So would you practice outside of practice? Yeah. So, um, I started playing football in second grade. In third grade, I ran track for the first time. Um, I only ran for that summer though, um, because I wanted to work on speed in the off season for football and, that definitely helped. And then additionally, excuse me, um, I started training with my private coach. Um, his name's Alonzo Ruffin. Um, I think around fourth or fifth grade. Um, my dad my dad basically met him through one of our family friends and he's a um, he's like a, a like a sports private trainer, like he does all sports. So I started doing workouts with him and stuff like that, like twice a week, um, on the side in the off season to help with um like skills and stuff like that yeah okay so then after you made that a team did you feel that payoff of the work that you had put in to some level um i would say like as a kid i probably i wasn't really thinking that hard about it i was just like oh i made the a team and then like i moved on but as i sit here and reflect on it's like yeah i I definitely did put in the work to um get to the a team from like you know going to coach ruffin all summer long um and stuff while people and all spring and summer um while other people are just chilling um and stuff like that okay so then when you made the a team that was how old were you i think i was in sixth grade sixth grade so this is like nine ten somewhere in there i think it was yeah i think i think in sixth grade the age division is like uh 9 11 or 10 12 i can't remember which one okay okay all right, so then you played football through middle middle school, and then let's talk about going into high school. Yeah, so I would say going into high school, that was truly my canon event. <laughs> yeah, um, going into high school, I don't know. In a way, I think that playing order but lighter for so long kind of babied me um, when it came to football because it was like I was playing these like positions like D-end and tackle, and I'm not big, like – Right now I'm six foot and 170 pounds, like I'm pretty skinny. And in high school, when I came into high school, I was probably like five four, like you were five four, maybe five five, five four five five, maybe like I actually had a I, I can't remember. I was less than 100 pounds going into high school though. I know that because yeah, I had a I had a chart that I had in my parents' room where the scale was, and I would write my weight down. Like every time I weighed myself, so I was for a minute um, during ninth grade, I was less than a hundred pounds, um, and so that summer, um, like my dad was like, "Oh, you know, like Howard High School, they have their uh, they have their like summer football camp, 
should do that so you can get ready for tryouts, so you can make the team and stuff. So that's when I started lifting weights for the first time and all that stuff. Um, and that's how me and Brian were also doing that together, of course. Yeah. Um, going to summer workouts. And then inevitably, <laughs> we went to summer football or we went to football tryouts in like August. And I would say, like, since being in the position that I was in, I was like, I was definitely behind the eight ball. Like, I'm not big. Like, I'm what, like five, five, less than 100 pounds. I'm not playing the end. I'm not playing tackle. I'm not doing any of that. So it was kind of like all the time that I had spent um, was not really, like I know a lot about the sport of football, but what I know is not directly applicable to like playing a skill position like wide receiver or corner or something like that. Mm-hmm. And just in general, I'm not the most coordinated person either. That took a while to work on. So, you know, I was, I was, in, the, I was in trials and I, I was fucking up. I'm not going to lie in trials. Um, I was not catching any of, the, any of the passes or anything like that. Uh, People was crossing me up um, on the routes when I was playing corner for, like, some of the tryouts. And then, you know, after the three-day period, they were like, you know, sorry, but you didn't make the team, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, damn. So, wait, like, I remember because we went into, like, some rooms. Yeah. And then they, like, took a group of people into the room with you. Yeah. Do you remember how many people were in the room with you? Yeah, it was six people. Six people? Yeah, it was six people. Because the other thing was, it was, it's not like we were trying out for varsity. We were trying out for JV. Yeah. Um, it took six of us in there. Um, I think it was like me, Yafet, Bosco. Uh, wait, did Bosco get cut freshman year? Uh, I don't remember. I, I think he did. Yeah. Uh, me, Yafet, Bosco. Or no, I think Bosco made the team, actually. Oh. I feel like. At, I think he did, yeah, actually. Yeah, because I feel like when we were at tryouts, I was sitting there trying to like. It was, like, low-key, like, I was sitting there competing against him in trials, bruh. Because it was, like, no disrespect. It was, like, who was worse? It was, like, it was like whichever one of us was worse was the one that was going to get cut. And, like, Bosco probably caught, like, maybe two more passes than I did. But I don't think I caught. I think I caught, like, two passes total. He probably caught, like, four. Was and this I, for a wide, wide receiver or corner? For a wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so they took us in the room there. Like, yeah, unfortunately, you know, you guys didn't make the team. I suggest you guys, um, like, you know, work out uh, over the summer and stuff again, like, in the off season, and try again next year, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn. Like, when I went to tryouts, that's when I, I kind of, like, realized the – I would say, like, I, I somewhat saw it coming, but, like, it was still hard to, like, accept when it happened. You didn't want to, like, believe it was going to happen. Yeah, because I was, like, when we were going to weights and stuff in the summer, I was like, damn, I'm, like, really behind because – I hadn't lifted weights. I had not lifted weights before. And, like, even some of the people that hadn't lifted weights, like, you know, some people naturally have that, like, football instinct in them. Like, just, like, some people are naturally shifty and things like that. And people can naturally pick up things well. Like, some people can naturally catch better than other people, stuff like that. Um, So, like, I would say, like, I'm, well, one, I'm not naturally shifty. I'm not, I'm also not naturally coordinated. And, you know, <laughs> combining that with like my prepubescent uh, status definitely was like it was like a triple homicide. Not gonna lie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember so after you went into the room and they told you guys this, what what happened after that? I'm trying to think, cause 
because I didn't know I didn't know yeah, for a didn't while. Know. Yeah, because you just finished practice, right? Yeah, they're like, all right, now we're gonna go practice. I was like, Bro, I'm trying to think. Um, I was like, where's Max? Yeah. I, I was confused. Did my brother pick us up that year? Or was it mine? Yeah, yeah, your brother picked us up. But I think, hold up, nah, I feel like my brother picked us up sophomore year. No, nah, I wasn't there sophomore year. I was in Ghana. Oh, you didn't even have to try out sophomore year. Yeah, no. Okay. I'm trying to think. Yeah, okay, wait, so my brother took us both home. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, I had to sit around and wait for, like, maybe an hour and a half after I got cut, and then I basically saw everybody come come out from practice with their helmets and stuff and all their all their uniforms, because I, I was giving Brian a ride back home because we're neighbors, and I was just like, damn, I don't, think, I don't think anybody said anything the entire way back. I don't even think my brother asked me anything, and then I got home, and then, like, I think my dad like called me and he was like so how'd it go blah 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 what happened and i was just like bro they cut me and shit and he was just like he was like nah you know you like you just gotta work harder you know um get back at it next year we can we can um start working with alonzo again because i think at this point i think i hadn't been to him in maybe a maybe like a year or so um mm-hmm. like i just kind of fell off after i stopped playing um in eighth grade and so he's like yeah you know um all you need to do is like get back in like with Alonzo, keep on working and like you try again next year and you'll make the team next year. That's that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then following that for your freshman year, what did you do? So after that, I was like hmm, like I know my brother ran track in high school, um, and my sister also ran track in high school and I ran track in third grade and I didn't really like or dislike it in third grade. I feel like most kids will probably hate it in third grade because um, it's literally just conditioning. Like it's it's probably it's like the worst aspect of a sport, like as a as a literal sport. So I was like, nah, I'm about to I'm about to run track for indoor and then um, like get in better shape and like also this whole time like I was lifting on my own because I have like a I have like a weight rack in my basement and stuff. So I was like. Every day I was coming home from school, I was lifting, and um, I was going to my private coach, and then additionally I started running track. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, I don't think I went to Alonzo my freshman or sophomore year, now that I think about it. I think after eighth grade, I low-key fell off from going to him for a while, but my dad was just kind of like, you know, we, um, you gotta work harder, um, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. Um, and so, I'm like training in the off season, and then once the football season ends, freshman year, um, then they have like the weights open up to everybody who's trying to like be on the team the next year. So like I think in the winter I started going to like the 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 team sessions and stuff where we were lifting after school and stuff. Um, so wait, freshman year you ran track? Yeah, I ran track during indoor of my freshman year, and during in I'm trying to think. I was like, yeah, let me just do this. Like, let me just let me just get conditioned and stuff. And I was I was I was pretty bad. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Or actually, not even pretty bad. I was I was I was horrible. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I, I was some cut. Like, what's your first time? My first time. My time at tryouts for the um, what's it called? My time at tryouts for the 400 was 109. So 69 seconds, which is that is horrible. Like. Like that, that 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 is that is objectively horrible. And then my time in the they had a they, for trials they had the one hundred and the four hundred. And mm-hmm. then my time for the four the one hundred was like thirteen seven, which is 
Yeah, that is ludicrous, bro. That is that is insane. Ludicrous is crazy. Yeah, that is insane. And so I remember I told my dad like what my times were, and I think I, when I told him the one hundred time, he's just like. <sighs> I was just like, bro. I was like, I was like, but like, I made the team because the cutoff for the four hundred was seventy seconds, and I, I, oh. I, um, I ran sixty nine seconds. So, so you made it by one second. Yeah. And then at this point, do you feel like a big part of like your upbringing was like you wanted to impress your dad with sports because he liked football and stuff like that so much? I think to a degree, like, I think like. I would say like somewhat maybe. I think a lot of the times it was like my mom was always like, you know, you don't have to play like you don't have to play football if you don't want to. And it was kind of like, no, I mean like I'm not like I'm not really passionate about football, but I don't mind doing it. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's something to do. I like playing sports. I like exercising and stuff as a kid. So I was like, I mean, it's fun. I guess mm-hmm. like you know, I'll do it. Um, so it was like. If he was like, "Do you want to do this?" I'd just be like, "Yeah, I mean, sure, yeah, I don't mind." It was, it was, it wasn't really too deep to me. Um, and then with track, I think, I think that's kind of how I went with football. With track, it was like I was kind of trying to prove something to myself that, like, I was like, um, that I could like work towards something and then like come back sophomore year and make the football team. I think that's more what it was about to me. Mm-hmm. But after freshman year, um, like running track and indoor. I wanted to run outdoor, but I wasn't focused freshman year, and, like, my grades were, like, horrible. I think, like, my freshman year, like, at one point, I think third quarter freshman year, my GPA was, like, 2.2 or something. And, yeah, nah, I was was just not doing what I should have been doing. So my parents were like, nah, you can't. You can't can't stay after school. You can't uh, run track um, during outdoor. You need to focus on your schoolwork. Um, So I got my grades up and, like, stop acting I stopped acting dumb and I just kind of got my act together and I remember like at some points I'll be sneaking to like stay after school just so I could go to football weights Mm. and stuff like that because I was like nah I'm not getting cut next year and so I feel like that me getting cut freshman year really like it like ingrained that into me I was like nah like because before I was telling you like you know if you work for something like you can obtain it but like I was like, nah, like I need to work hard for this. Like mm-hmm. I actually need to like focus on the stuff that I'm not good at and uncomfortable with. So, you know, like one of the problems was I couldn't catch. So I didn't, I didn't buy a pair of gloves before tryouts freshman year, but I bought a pair of gloves before tryouts sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And then like, I actually started running routes and stuff um, in my spare time. And um, what's it called? Like catching stuff like that. So then we move on to sophomore year. Is that, is that where like, the next kind of question is going yeah all right but so <clears throat> we're doing like conditioning and stuff and i feel like i'm doing like i'm doing pretty well like i'm low-key like burning some people in condi- like i'm burning a lot of people in conditioning and stuff and like i won't say that like i was the best out there but like i was definitely miles out of where i was the year before mm-hmm. and i'm still trying out for jv again I feel like low key people are like looking at me as if I'm already on the team, like especially the people that are a year mm-hmm. younger than me, like the freshmen that haven't tried out yet. Yeah. And so we get to tryouts. Um, we run into routes. We doing the um, like you know the combine stuff. Yeah, um, the cone drills, yeah, all that stuff. I'm getting like I'm getting times that are like up there with like like competing with like the people that have been on the team the year before. Um, now we go to like the actual drills where we're like running routes and stuff. And I'm catching all the passes. I think I counted, like, 
the entire time and I dropped two passes um, during the entire tryout, like the three day tryout period. And I know one of them was like, they're like, for this, for this drill, you can't look over your head until we tell you to look over your head. And so like, or no, they're like, you have to run, but you have to catch without turning around. Like you have to catch without looking behind you to see where the ball is. So like, you pretty much have to catch the ball like this. Mm-hmm. Like, and so that was, that was one of the ones I dropped. And then like on corner, I did better, but like, I'll say like, I definitely focus more on just running routes and not mm-hmm. like actually like getting in work against other people. So like, I won't say my corner work was really up there or anything, but you know, we get to like the, um, we get to like the decision day um, on the third day. And I'm like, so wait, at this point, you're not five four anymore. You've hit a growth spurt, right? Uh, yeah, I'm probably like five nine ish. Okay. Um, five nine. I'm probably around like one forty. Yeah. Okay, so one, yeah, like put on a considerable amount of size. One thirty, one forty. Um, like five nine, and so like I've been lifting. Um, sophomore. This is sophomore year. Um, I probably got to like maybe like one eighty five on squat. Um. I might. I don't think I got to a plate on bench yet, though. I was close. I think I was like twenty five and a ten or something like that. But like before, like I was having trouble benching. Like, um, like I couldn't even bench a twenty five when I got to um, Howard freshman mm-hmm. year. So like I'm like, all right, like I'm in good shape. Like I'm with everybody else. Pound for pound, you're probably ahead of a lot of people as well. Yeah, yeah. And so then we make it to um, like we we go to like the decision day. They call people in the room. And they call me in, they're like, yeah, sorry, unfortunately, you know, you didn't make the team, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, like, what? Like, it it doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, bro, I put in all this work. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's not even like I was like messing up crazy. Um, And and, like during the trial, like I felt like I did exceptionally well during Mm -hmm. the trial. And so then... Like, I'm like, there are people that were object, like, in my own eyes. Well, I guess I can't say objectively because everything's subjective. Yeah. But, like, there are people in my own eyes that were doing far worse than I did. There are people that weren't catching anything. People mm-hmm. who were, like, you know, looking on coordinated stuff. People who weren't really strong, you know, like, weren't, like, really dedicated. I felt like at least I had, like, a team mindset. I was doing one of the drills and all that stuff. They are like, yeah, sorry, unfortunately, you know, um, you didn't make the team, blah, blah, blah. And so, like... I just go home, and I think my parents are out of town at this point because they are moving my sister into um, college, college. Mm-hmm. and I'm just like, bro, I, I don't think I got on my bed for like two days, bro, and I was like, oh, I didn't bro, know I was, this. I was so sick, bro, because I was like, I was like, like I was like, this doesn't even like this isn't making any sense because it was like I can understand, you know, the year before it was like, I was, like I was some shit, bro, like I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro, like, yeah. but that year I was like. Bro, I've been training all year. Like, it felt like everything that I had done up to that point was for nothing. Mm. And so then I was like, in my eyes, I felt pretty defeated too because I was like, if I can't even make a JV team, like, what am I going to do? Well, like, what do I look like trying out for varsity if I got mm. cut from JV two years in a row? And, of course, you have the people who, um like, were in school and got cut from JV and then tried out for varsity and got cut from varsity. Like, there are people who literally went through football and got cut every single year. All four years, yeah. Literally all four years. And I'm like, yeah. to me, like, my pride is, like, I'm not, I'm not, I can't be one of those people, bruh. Like, I, I literally can't be one of those people. Yeah. And so, like, part of me is, like, kind of defeated, but, like, part of me is, like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I should move on to something else. Yeah, I remember, especially during this time, because... 
I was I was in Ghana, right? So I had texted you. I was like, oh, you made the team, right? And you were like, no. And I was like, what? Yeah. Because I knew that you were putting in work. I didn't know to, like, the extent and everything, but I knew you were putting in work, going to workouts, things of that nature. And I'm like, he's going to make the team. Yeah. It's also funny because the, the, the track coach was the football coach. Yeah, the track coach was the football coach. And so, like, bro, I remember there was, like, people on the team that were like, damn, that's fucked up. You got cut? Like, are you serious? Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, like, I got cut. Like, yeah, it is what it is, bruh. And, like, additionally, you got that high school factor of, like, you know, you say some slick shit at the lunch table, people going to be like, that's why you got cut from the football team, bro. Or, like, that's why this or that's why that. And it's like, you can't really say anything. You just got to eat that, bruh. Like, yeah, you kind of like, do have to go like that, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, so then from that point, so you, you essentially um, – after trials, you go home. You're by yourself, essentially, yeah. for a few days. Yeah, it's just me and my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just. I think I was just in my room watching anime for like two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, what do you do after that? So, like, I think eventually my parents come home because um, they drove down to Alabama, which is like, mm. it's a break. It's like 15 hours or something. Yeah. Um, they come back, and by the time they come back, I'm like out of that funk, but I'm still like. I'm still like pissed off because I'm like it like this doesn't make any sense. But then I'm just like I'm like you know what whatever like I'm a, I'm just I was like I'm gonna focus on track and I was like track in my eyes at this point was my way to prove myself like mm-hmm. to myself. So yeah. wait, after you got cut the second time, did your dad ask you how tryouts went and things of that nature? Yeah, and like it just <laughs> it it was like he was like like how to go and I was like. Like they cut me again. Like I, I don't know. Um, I like I don't really know. And he's they're just like you know like I'm sorry, blah 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 and stuff. And it's just like I was just like yeah, you know, like it is what it is. I guess can't mm-hmm. really change anything. Um, and I can't remember if he he asked me if I was gonna try it again the next year, but I was just like nah, like I'm I'm done with football, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, this this is Loki. What made me it made me hate Howard's football team for a minute, bro. I'm oh, not gonna did? lie. I did yeah, not know bro. this. I'll be like, bro, when, when varsity would be, bro, when, especially when varsity lost our freshman year to Wise, I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> bro. I was like, bro, I, like, because I'll just be like, bro, I'm tired of them, bro. Like, it would be like every day I'll come in or something or like try and put in some work and they'd be like, bro, did you get cut, bro? Did you get cut? Why are you here, bro? Why are you here, bro? It was like, definitely a toxic environment. Yeah. And it's like, I appreciate, like, the toxic environment, you can look back on and appreciate because it's like it, it's what drove me to like be better because mm-hmm. like if nobody was saying anything to me i could have potentially just been complacent and stuff you mm-hmm. feel me but i took that and i was like nah like i need to i need to put this into something else and so that's when i was like you know like i'm gonna really take track seriously um and so sophomore year um i get ready for indoor i'm working out again um and this time like I like I messed around and like worked out it like a few times. Like I may I may have went to the track like two or three times before tryouts um my freshman year. But this time I was like, nah, I'm going to the workouts, I'm doing all this. Like cause they had optional workouts in the preseason for a track. So I was doing the workouts, um and I remember I'd be doing the workouts and like <laughs> Brian would be like on the field practicing for football and stuff. But I was like, nah, like, this isn't going to happen again. So we get to tryouts um, for indoor, and I run, I think I run 59 seconds in the 400. And No, you ran faster than that because I ran 59 seconds. 
Oh, wait, this is sophomore. Wait, because you ran track sophomore year, too. Yeah, the sophomore year indoor, that's when I started doing track and field also. Whatever. Oh, I ran 55. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ran 55. So I dropped my time from 109 my at trials freshman year mm-hmm. to 55 uh, sophomore year um, in the 400. And I ran, like, maybe 12-something. And the like, I think I ran like twelve one or twelve two, and it's like it's it's, it, like, it's still a pretty mid time, but like considerable yeah, improvement. Yeah, though. considerable improvement from thirteen seven. Um, and so like my next goal was like I was like I'm gonna be faster than one of my friends. His name is Glenn. I was like my goal is to be better than him. And like <laughs> this would be funny if he listens to this because like he it was like I like I put the like he was what I was aiming for because mm-hmm. Glenn was known around the school as like fast guy yeah he's 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 the fastest in the school like he's the best like track athlete you know he's going to states he's going to regionals he's doing all this stuff and so like it started out as like a I want to be faster than Glenn but then I was like or I would rather say it started out as like I want to I want to make it to regionals I want to make the varsity team for track this year right and so like I'm working my ass off during indoor um and I go from what's it called the entire the entire indoor season I'm going to like the JV meets um but I think the final meet I ran the four by four um keep in mind me running a 55 at indoor tryouts um is like on an outdoor track and not an indoor track an indoor track is 200 meters shorter um also, <laughs> this was another canon event. It was Gile. Um, at tryouts, there was a freshman. Because I, like, did exceptionally well in the 400 tryout. Um, but there was a freshman who was a year younger than me. And he came, and he ran 53 seconds. Um, or oh, I didn't know that. He, he came, or he ran, like, 53 or 54. But he beat me. And it was, like, you know, you had Glenn, Eric Jenks, and, like, a few. Like, you had, like, Glenn, Eric Jenks, and, like, one other person. I think it was, like, Gavin. And then you had, like, Jio, and then you had, like, me. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, I was, like, I'm going to be on the 4x4 four four this year. Like, that's my plan. But then, like, a freshman comes out the cut, and, like, so t- what it looked like to me is, like, who is a scrub, bro? Like, like this man be, like, he don't be talking or anything. He just be talking about physics and stuff. Like, this guy just comes out the cut yeah. and runs 53 straight out of, straight out of middle school, bro. That is actually very insane, yeah. Yeah. And so, then I'm, like. Stop tapping. Oh, yeah, my fault, my fault. Um, so then I'm like, yeah, um, I want to be on this four by four, but like I just said, that's, I just named four people who beat me in tryouts and to be on the four by four, you have to be top four, um, in the 400. So I'm like grinding this stuff. Um, I'm working during indoor and the last meet I like, um, like I, I do, I do like, all right. And basically the way indoor works is there's no 400 in indoor. It's, Mm -hmm. they have the 55, the 300, the 500 and then so on right and so they had they put all the 400 runners in the 500 and like eric gavin and glenn and then they had two of the um like they they were they were like they were not stacked in the 300 um that year my sophomore year during indoor so like that was my opportunity to go to counties and if you go to counties that means you're on varsity so i competed at counties um and ran the 300 my sophomore year during indoor, I think I ran 39 seconds. Um, and the year before, just for reference, I ran, I think I ran like 47 or 48 seconds in the 300. So like I dropped like maybe nine seconds off of my time um, running at counties. And then 
they had me listed as the alternate for the four by four um for regionals and so like i remember i i was just like like a technicality is a technical like a win is a win low-key what is like, a win if somebody can't run, somebody get hurt, somebody's too tired, then I'm, I'm the next one up. So, like, I still went to regionals with them, and people were like, oh, why are you coming to regionals, blah, blah, blah. You're not even competing. I'm like, I mean, I'm an alternate. People are like, why would you want to, like, pull? And I'm like, because, like, I'm dedicated to this. Like, this is what I'm trying to do. And so then we get to um, we get to regionals, and I don't think they make it to states in the 4x4. Four four. Um, so, like, regionals is where my season ends during indoor. And we go to outdoor, and we do outdoor tryouts. And they're outdoor. I run. Hold up. Cause you ran fifty nine. You ran fifty nine. Sophomore year at trials, right? For indoor, yeah. I don't. Th- Cause I ended up throwing, so I didn't. You do, didn't run during outdoor. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think. Maybe I ran fifty seven or something. But fifty five would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah. Or something faster, cause. You've now trained for a whole season. There's yeah. very little time between indoor and outdoor. Yeah. So let's just say like 54, 53, yeah. somewhere in there. So that I way. ran, I'm pretty sure I ran 53 at tryouts for outdoor. Mm-hmm. Or I ran 50, I ran 54 at tryouts for outdoor. Yeah. And Jaya ran like 52. And like the other boys were like low 52s, 51s. Um, and, you know, we go to the first meet and I run 53 um, in the open race. So like that's another second off. So now I'm at 53. And basically the whole, um, the whole outdoor season, I'm kind of just sitting there waiting for my opportunity again because they have the four people already. And there's like a vacancy in the four by two relay. Um, so I ended up like being put on the four by 200 relay and I ended up making it to like we worked and we we made it out of regionals um, and we made it to states for the four by two. So I was on the four by twos A team and I was the alternate, like the first alternate for the four by four um for states sophomore year and so like in my eyes i was like you know like this is this is this is this is what i wanted and at the at the very last oh yeah so basically at regionals at states i ran only relays i didn't make any open events into states but i ran 53 at the first meet in the 400 and then moving on um i got my time down to like 53 low and there was only Eric Jenks was an 800 runner who ran the 4x4. Like, he was a good 400 runner, but he was more of a 4x4 runner. So he didn't run the open 400 because, like, in track and field, you either choose the 800 or the 400. He's better at the 800. And then it was Jio and Glenn in the 400, and there's one open spot in the 400 as well. And so then they ended up putting me in the open 400 as well, and I ended up running 52 at regionals. Um, And I made the... um, What's it called? Like, I, I basically PR, dropped my time from 54 at the beginning of trials for outdoor to 52 at the end of regionals, then was able to run the 4 by 2 at states and, like, see the whole, like, be at a Maryland state meet and all that stuff. We didn't place or anything, but, like, that sowed the seeds where I was like, this is fun. Like, this is, like, I'm actually getting a lot better at this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And through that time, would you say, like, during that time, like, Definitely, you saw, like, through grit and determination, you can achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. How do you think that went into your work ethic going I think, forward? I think that definitely made my work ethic a lot stronger because in track, it's, like, one of the most one-to-one examples of, like, work-to-like progress ratio because it's, like, 
you are literally looking at a time that determines how fast you are. So if you put in a certain amount of work, it was almost like, like I was almost sitting there calculating it out. Like at some points so it was like, if I lift on this day and then I, uh, I complete this hard workout, I should be able to drop my time X amount of seconds. Right. And mm-hmm. like, that's how track is like, that's pretty much how it works. So like having that like direct comparison made me putting in work to other things a lot easier going forward. Okay. So that's good. So you got to see that through fruition your sophomore year. Um, and then junior year comes. Tell yeah. me about that track season. So I would say importantly, like between sophomore and junior year, um, basically my, my track coach, um, who was also the football coach, he was like, you know, you should run summer track. Um, if you want to like take this more seriously. And I was like, yeah, I, like I'll do that. So I ended up running, um, for like the Howard County, um, like summer track club and it's me, Jio and Glenn and similar to how football was it's AAU. So it's, um, it's age group based. So me and Jio are competing against each other, but Glenn is not competing like among us. And like I said earlier, like Glenn was like my target at this point in time. Um, cause I, I really wanted, Jio was like my rival, but Glenn was like what I was like trying to be. What times were, were Glenn at during this time period? At the end of sophomore year, Glenn was running like, he was running like 50 point, um, like, yeah, he was running 50 point in the 400 and he was running like 22 low in the 200. Um, and in the 500, I think he ran like, um, what was it? He ran, he ran like 107 or 108 in the 500. Mm. And like, that's what I was aiming for. I was like, that's, that's, that's what I want to do. Um, and so it definitely gave you something to grind towards. Like, this is the goal. This This is the destination goal. Like this is, this is how far ahead of he, um, he is than me. Um, so I remember I, I had told people around school too, like, you know, like I'm trying to be faster than Glenn and stuff like that. And be like, man, shut up. Like, you're not like Glenn is the fat, like Glenn goes to States, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. And I was like, like, just watch, bro. Just watch. They were down. you. Yeah. They were down me. And you know, Glenn, Glenn was also mentoring me. Like he would like, he would like, you know, like if I had bad practices and like some ways, like I used to drink a lot of soda, um, a lot of like sugary stuff, you know, eat a lot of snacks and like, Stuff like they'd be like, no, nah, you can't be doing that. Like, cut that out. Like, that contributes to like why you're running slower. You know, you can't be eating junk food. You can't like, you, like you got to treat your body like you got to treat your body right in order to get like the best results out of it. So like, Glenn was teaching me a lot of that stuff along the way too. He's helping me with my form. Like, he was like a big brother to me as well. So it was like I was looking up to him, looking up to him, and then I was also like aspiring to like like beat him as well in that way. So. Like that summer, that's when I like, I think that's when the, the flip actually switched, like the switch flipped, right? Yeah. And so that's when I was like, no, nah, I'm taking track series. And so I got from 52 at the end of sophomore year to 51. Um, and then after that, you know, we go back into training for the next year, junior year. And this year I'm like, this is going to be the year, like I'm going to do something this year. Um, we're sitting there grinding every day at practice, you know, the workouts are brutal. Um, during indoor, like, I feel like at this point, like, I'm like, like, it's me versus me, like every day, even when I come home, I'm like trying to do stuff. Um, and I'm working as hard as I possibly can, like every day. Cause I, I know what I'm trying to be. And so we make it to counties of indoor. And that was like a pivotal, like switching moment. Cause I ended up, um, like I'm on varsity at this point and I'm running the 500 at counties 
Glenn is running the 500 at counties, but my time wasn't fast enough to get into the um, the, the fast heat. Yeah, the fast heat. So I'm in this. I'm in the second. Um, like I'm in the heat before the fast heat. And so in this race. Um, so wait, in indoor, I can't remember. They had prelims and then they had finals, right? They do, but not for um, events longer than um, the 55. Oh, okay. So All only right. for like the, the sprints. So um, I'm in the I'm in the 500. And I'm racing this boy that goes to Reservoir. His name's Talon Campbell. And um, what's it called? So we're in this heat. And I'm like, I don't even know who he is at this point. But I'm like, I'm about to like literally put everything into this. So like, I think I run the first 300 as hard as I like possibly can. And ended up dying around like maybe, yeah, around like 450 meters. So like 50 meters left to go. Like I'm in in the front and I'm like in the front by a lot. Um, But like, these are people that I don't really know like that. So I'm like, I need to run as hard as possible because the people in the next seat are going to run faster than me. So I need to like do something so that I can be like on the on the scoreboard as well. And so I remember in this race, I literally like tripped like with 50 meters to go. So I lost some of my momentum. And then in the 50 meters to go, this man Talon shoots right around the corner and like he closes like faster than anything I've seen. And so I ended up running 108 um in the 500 this year and then like at that meet talon ran 106 Mm. and then we finished and you know like i'm dead and then we watched the next heat and talon ends up getting like second place at counties and i end up getting third so i end up getting a medal in an individual event because i beat there was only one person from the fast heat that beat me so i ended up actually beating glenn that day um and i'm not gonna lie that kind of put a chip on my shoulder. I was like, I'm, I'm like, I was like, I feel like I'm that man now. That so guy. We, yeah. And so we go into regionals, and I low-key have a chip on my shoulder, and I get smacked at regionals, and I don't make it to states. Mm-hmm. And this is like, this is a, this is a really big learning lesson for me too, because I'm like, you got to stay humble. Like you can't, like nothing is, nothing is like, nothing is promised when it comes to like athletics or anything. Like you can have a bad day, you can have a bad race, and stuff like that. So. I ended up losing at, like, I think I ended up getting fifth place at regionals and only four go to states from regionals. And so I was like, nah, like, this is, this is, like, that was a defining moment. We ended up still going for, like, the the relay, the 4 by 4 relay. Um, and we ended up getting third. We lost to Wise and Northwest. But um, that, like, that, like, put a chip on my shoulder. From, like, like, that was a lesson that I, I'll probably never forget. Um, what was the lesson there? Just, like, even when you're even when you succeed at something you can't take that for granted like you can't take the work that you put in to get there for granted um and i definitely took that for granted because i was like oh like i'm gonna come in here i got the fastest time um in our region like i'm gonna come in here and i'm gonna smack them and then that's gonna be it i'm gonna be at states and that's it hard work always beats talent especially when talent is not working hard yeah exactly and so we um like you know we run the four by four at states we end up getting third um, now we move on to outdoor and at tryouts, it's like, at this point, it's like me, Glenn, and there's this other boy, his name's Kenny. Um, we're all rivaling each other. Like we're all going back and forth and practice at reps and it's no longer like a, I'm looking up towards Glenn, but it's more of a, like, we're You're looking going, at his eye level. Yeah. We're like almost on eye level. Cause I will say that like Glenn was like me beating Glenn once does not make me the faster runner because Glenn has beat me all of these times before and was still beating me after. But like 
that kind of like showed that like at some point like I, I could be capable of beating him it was possible yeah and so <clears throat> that year um we're all running like the 400 we were, like we're running i opened up the season at 50.8 we end at counties and i end up running 50.1 um and i end up this is that outdoor junior year yeah outdoor okay. junior year i end up running 50.1 and this whole time me glenn jayo and Kenny, we're all like, we need to go under 50. Like, that's that's what we need to do. Um, if we can all go under 50, we're going to win the 4x4, four four, and we're going to be the fastest 400 runners in the state, right? Mm-hmm. And so we go to counties. There's this one boy. His name was Juan Parra. He went to Centennial. Um, he like he was the fastest 400 runner, but we, would, we were, like, all, like, very close to him. So we go to counties. And that I ended up beating Glenn another time, like, and that was the time I ended up beating Glenn. I ran. So this was the second time you beat him. Yeah, this is the second time I beat Glenn. I ran fifty point one, and Glenn ran like fifty point two. Juan ran like forty nine seven. Um, none of us have broken the like the fifty barrier or anything yet, but like we're close. And then we end up running the four by four at counties, and we break the county record um, in the four by four. And that was definitely like a that was a pivotal moment too, because it was like. The four of us worked really hard. We were always going, like, we were always, like, fighting with each other during reps and stuff like that and pushing each other. And we ended up um, breaking the county record. And then moving on, we go to regionals. Um, Kenny's the first one to break 50. And he breaks 50 from the slow heat, too, um, because he, he got hurt towards the end of the um, outdoor. And his first meet back was regionals. He ended up running, like, 49.8 or something at regionals with his first race back. And so then I think I like I barely made it into states because it was raining, it was cold that day and stuff like that. But I made it into states and so now I'm running in um now we all go to states and I'm like, this is the last meet of the year, like if I'm gonna break fifty it has to be now. And I remember like in that race, I was in lane eight, there's one person outside of me in lane nine in lane nine and we were at Morgan State and I think I passed him like the first like twenty or thirty meters. And then from that point on, I did not see anybody until like 300 meters in to the race. And at 300 meters in, like somebody, he, he just kicked past me. Like he he really like hammered it home. And I ended up finishing um, like second in that heat. Um, Glenn is also in this heat. And I look at the, like me and Glenn are like, uh, we dap each other up and we look at the scoreboard and I ran 49.3 and um, Glenn went like 49.7. And so we were like, like, we finally did it. Um, and when we look at the next heat, which is supposed to be the fast heat, they run. I ended up getting fifth overall in the state that year. Um, I think Glenn got like eighth. And we are like, like, we did this. And unfortunately, our teammate ended up pulling his hamstring. So we had to use an alternate who was, um, he was like more of a mile runner. But mm-hmm. we still ended up, I think we got fourth in the four by four with like a, like with a very like, I mean, think I had to say this. Like he was—he was not a 400 runner, but he—he he stepped up, and we ended up getting fourth still mm-hmm. in the four by four that day. And I was just like, "Well, this shows that like you put in the hard work, then you can." Um, it all pays off. Yeah. And at this time, I think I actually ended up running into my coach Alonzo at like the mall during like winter break before um, outdoor started, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I've been running like." Could I pull up and like train and stuff like that? And he's like, yeah, for sure. And so like leading up to states, I'm working with him and he's fixing like all of the technique issues I have and stuff like that, which, and I'm doing like a lot of workouts, workouts on my own up to states that 
really made the um, like the pivotal difference because I went from fifty point one to like forty nine three um, at states. But yeah. So then now you're going into summer track um, and leading into senior year. Yeah. And so we're going into summer track a senior year. Forgot to mention, like, I, I've only been running, pretty much only been running the 400 at this point. Um, so at the last meet of junior year, I'm like, let me just try to, like, the last unserious meet of uh, junior year, I'm like, let me try this 800. Like, let me just see. Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm good at the 500. So I'm like, it can't be that bad. And so, like, I ended up running it, and I ran, like, 203 or something like that, which made me, I think there was only one person on the team that had a faster time than me in the 800. So then they end up putting me on the 4x8 as well. So I'm on the 4x800, the 4x400, the 4x200, and the open 400 um, at States. It's a um, lot of running. Yeah, it's a lot of running. And so I'm like, like I, I ended up like, I'm focusing on the four and regionals at States. And then we go to summer track and my coach is like, I think like, I think you should run the 800 more. Like, let, let's see what you can do. So I end up, um, like he's training me for the 800. And I end up going from 203 to 158. So I dropped five seconds in, like, maybe, like, three months. And I'm like, all right, like, it's cool. Like, but I was like, I don't like this race. Like, it's too much. It's too long. It's more time. It's double your normal race. Yeah, it's double. And I'm like, I had a conversation with Glenn because Glenn just graduated and went to college. And I was like, I'm not running that anymore. Like, even if I ran 158 because I think – me running 158 put me at the number one in the county, um, but I was also number one for the 400. So I was number one in the four and the eight going back into um, senior year. I was like, I'm not doing that, though. I was like, I'm not trying to do all that. Like, it's too much. And he was like, nah, like, you see how much potential you have in this event. Like, you can't just you can't just throw that away. Like, you worked hard for this, so, like, you need to see it through. So I was like, all right, like, that's fair. And so going to senior year, training with um, Coach Alonzo on the side, like, during fall workouts and stuff. Um, we go to tryouts. I run, like, I think I run 50 point at tryouts, and I'm, like, I'm feeling good. Like, we go into indoor. Um, I end up running, like, we – I'm trying to think of how indoor indoor went senior year. Um, we lost, like, Glenn and Kenny, so it was – the 4x4 four four was a little bit weaker, but we still had some people that stepped up. Mm-hmm. And so from – Senior year, when we started, I did not lose, like, a single race until the last, like, until counties of outdoor. I didn't lose any. And when I say any race, I mean, like, any race that I was fresh in. Like, Mm -hmm. if that was the first event I ran that day, I won in that race. So counties, regional states, you won it all first place. Yeah. And so we went in. uh, Actually, I lied. I lied. The first meet of indoor uh, senior year, I ran the 500 and I won the fast heat. And somebody from the slow heat beat my time by maybe like 0.1 seconds. And so I was like, I felt like I had more in the tank because I was like, I beat the competition that I had in that at that point in time. Like mm-hmm. nobody has beat me in a like a literal race. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I ended up dropping my time. I was running 108 in the 500 when I opened up the season. And then we go to states and. Um, there's this one boy who's supposed to be, um, he's like top three in the nation. He's supposed to be racing me at States and he just doesn't pull up. And oh. for reference, at this point in time, I'm running uh, 107 and he's a 104 runner. 
So he's three seconds faster than me, but I'm like, if I run in, like if I run against him, it's going to pull me towards. At this point, I'm looking towards nationals too. Because I said trying, 107. This is for the 500. Yeah, 500. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, where's he at? He doesn't pull up, and so I win states. But a little bit before that, I'm um, just backtracking. We go to counties, um, and like I said, I ran 158 in the summer. Let's let's back backtrack a little bit more. We went to New York. Um, we ran a relay. And I ended up running 157 on the 800 leg of the relay up there. And then going to counties, it's me and this boy, Talon Campbell, um, the boy who beat me at counties in the 500 the year before. And we raced in New York in the open 400, and I beat him by 0.01 seconds in the 400 that um, like at that meet. And so it's really like everyone, like everyone in the county, like track and field wise, is like, who's going to win between Max and Talon? Because it's like, we're low-key rivals at this point. Um, and, like, he he was faster than me in the 300, but I had, like, more strength than he, than he did. And so we go to counties, and my lineup for counties is the 500, the 800, and the 4x4. And, like, I've never done, like, those three before. It was a lot of running. And Talon's, Talon's lineup is the 300, the 500, and the 4x4. And so Talon wins the 300, and he's not fresh for the 500. And he's like, I heard like afterwards, people were like, he was like, at, scare, at school, he was like, you know, like this is gonna be interesting because I'm gonna be tired when we run the 500. But we run the 500 and I beat him by 0.1 seconds in the 500. Then I run the 800 and I like I win the 800 at counties. And then we run the four by four and we win the four by four. So that's, that's 30 points for me. Um, and I won all three events, three gold medals. And we move on to regionals. Um, same thing like i run I, I think i ended up running the 300 i ran the 300 the 500 and the 800 at regionals um and it's funny because we ran the 300 and i ended up losing to my college roommate um who i would meet like a year later by like point actually not even a year later like two months later mm. by point one seconds in the 300 was this joe yeah it's joe oh. and then we run the 500 i won the 500 and then 800 um i think i got like second in the 800 but all I really wanted to do at that meet was get two states, like get mm-hmm. top four, get to states, get to states. Um, I scratched the 300 because I was trying to go for a national time for the um, 500. The boy who runs 104 doesn't show up, so I went states, ended up running 106 in the 500. And then um, after that, I run the 800. I think I got like sixth or something. And we run the four by four and I'm trying to think. Actually, I don't think our 4x4 made it. Now that I think about it. Yeah, because our 4x4 wasn't as strong as it was before. But, you know, I got my I got my Gold State medal, and that's that's what I came there to do. And so we moved towards outdoor. So wait, at that point, did they, did they write the article on you at that point? Yeah, so at this point, it's like they're trying to determine who's the, uh, the, the county, like, indoor athlete of the year. And so... What determines that is like pretty much your county performance and your performance leading up to that. And before that, it was like me and Tom were very back and forth, but I had that pivotal win against him in New York in the 400 where I beat him. And then at counties when I beat him and then got uh, like three golds, that's pretty much what changed it. So they interviewed me for like the Howard County um, like newspaper and like I got a featured article and photo shoot and stuff like that. Um, and at this point, like, I low-key feel like I'm on top of the world because I haven't really taken any L's the entire year. 
and like I'm still continually getting faster and so then like we move on um outdoor senior year and now like stuff is starting to actually start to catch up with me um I think during March I pulled my hamstring and like me pulling my hamstring was a result of me working too hard like and not taking enough rest like during like the early season because with track and field it's like very important to not like overtrain because when you put too much stress on your muscles like you'll end up end up getting injured and from that point on like from March on um I wasn't really running the same that year like I was still running like I think I ended up running like 49.4 in the 400 um which was point one. like I opened up running 49.4 and my PR was 49.3 so like I opened up running like way faster than I did the year before because I opened up running 50.9 or 50.8 the year before but um we make it to counties and I'm like starting to feel like better like hamstring wise and stuff like that get to counties like I'm I'm the favorite in like all the events that I'm running and so then like I'm like there's no real sweat or nothing like that we pull up to counties and there's this boy his name is uh Damon Brockenberry he's my friend um he went to Hammond High School and coming into the meet he was like he was like in the fast heat but he wasn't like none of his times were like up there with mine so like we're watching him go through the prelims. He's a, he's a sprinter. He's a 100, 200, like 400 guy. He ends up beating one of my friends, Eric, in the 100. Eric is like top two in the county for the 100. And we're like, whoa, like where did this come from? And then he beats another one of my friends. His name is Chris, who is like the county's favorite in the 200 prelim. And so we're like, where is this man coming from? And then I'm like, dang, I got to race him tomorrow. But like, I'm going to be straight, like. It'll be what it is. Because his time coming in was like 50.1 and mine was 49.4. So I was like, like, he's not going to beat me. We get on the line. And it was actually funny. He like, he like, he like false started and face planted. And they shot the gun and like called us back. And so then we walk back and then we like go off the line again. And he drops a 48.5 on me. And I ended up running like 49.4 again in that race and he he pr'd by over a second and a half in that race like he pretty much out the gate because he has a lot more foot speed than me he out the gate just started maxing and then like i just couldn't catch him after that and that was like i was like bro what is going on and from that point on i was just like <sighs> like i i low-key i low-key got in my head too much and i had like a defeated mindset we went to the 800 and i ran like 209 in the 800 for reference a few meets before this, I ended up breaking the school record in the 800, running 155, and I ran 209 just because I was just like, in my Thank mind, you. yeah, in my mind, I was just like, fuck this shit, after mm -hmm. I took the first L, but yeah, and so then, we go to regionals, and like, I get my head, like, out of, like, whatever place I'm in, I'm getting ready for the 400, and I pull my hamstring, and then that's, like, I pull my hamstring again, and then that's it, like, um, as far as, like, um, high school goes and it's like it really ended on like a bittersweet note for high school because i was like i ended up running 49 low but i was like i know i'm like a 48 capable runner and i really wanted to go to nationals that year but that injury cut it short and so like those were a lot of learning lessons like that lesson where i lost to um damon at counties kind of like was the same type of thing like when i lost at regionals the year before it was like i kind of forgot because i was getting too like almost too full of myself in a way because I wasn't losing at all. Um, 
but yeah. Wow. So then, going into college, you'd received an offer, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, during this whole time, I'm being, like, I'm, I'm reaching out to schools and stuff, trying to see, like, where I can run for college. And, like, luckily enough, my private coach, um, Coach Alonzo, he works at University of Maryland. So, like, he talks to the head coach for me and stuff and, like, tells him about the type of person I am and stuff like that. And I end up being able to, um, like, I end up getting an offer for them. Um, I started off like getting books from them um, because by books what do you mean like uh, I, I started off with a book scholarship from Maryland so I was on like basically nothing when I came in because although I was winning basically everything Howard County wise and 4A state wise um, like in the grand scheme of things Howard County Howard County for one is not really that competitive at least it wasn't at that point in time and then uh, in the 4A state region, it's like public schools in Maryland for track and field can be competitive in some events, but the four like the sprints they were they were somewhat lacking, um, specifically the 400. So, like I end up committing to Maryland. I also got like offers from like UMBC um, and like some other like um, smaller schools and stuff like that. But I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to UMD. Um, so like. I ended up training that summer as well. Like, I run AAU one more time because, like, I don't like the note that I left off um, with for high school. Um, and we end up going to AAU Nationals. We run the 4x4 there and stuff like that. Um, I'm able to run 48 on my leg of the 4x4. And then I'm able to run, I think I ended up running, I PR'd in the 800 as well. I ended up running 155 too. Um, and then, like, I'm getting ready to move in for school and stuff like that. And that's where the college journey began. So then during your university experience, uh, no, during your uh, high school experience as well, you had a another pivotal moment when you were just casually talking to your coach, who was also the football coach as well. And he was telling you about uh, your sophomore year tryouts. Yeah. And he was like, so like, I, I, I remember I was just having like a real conversation with him because like, at the beginning, when I came into high school, I was pretty, I was a scrub, bro. And he was like, you know, like, who is this man trying to try out for the football team? Like, this man has no business here. And I was like, I was in his office. Like, I would literally, like, skip class and, like, just chill in his office and play video games on the computer and stuff like that. And me and Jai were in there. I was like, bro, Coach Wade, why'd you cut me from the football team? Like, why, why'd you do that, bro? You know how much that hurt? And he was like, that was one of the best decisions I've made in my entire life. And I was like, why? And he was like, Look at look at where you're at right now. You think you would have been here with football? And I was like, you raise a good point. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I can't really argue with that. Like that's a pretty good point. Like I feel like I I probably could have. I yeah no. I don't I don't think it, it it just wouldn't have been possible the same way with football because it's like in my opinion I won't say track is easier than football, but I'll say that like. The skills that I had were more easily adaptable to track. And on top of that, like, when it comes to track and field, like, I'm trying to think. You can put more grit into track and field and have a more, like, you can have, like, you can easily perceive the results of you doing that. In football, stuff is a lot more subjective. Like, you can have, like, a lot of yards. Like, you can have, like... You can have people who are objectively nice, even if they go to bad schools and stuff like that. But yeah, that's true. You're gonna have to have like, like your highlight tape. You're gonna have to send it out to coaches. You're gonna have to like do all of that stuff. 
Whereas with track, it's like, all you got to do is look up this person's times. So in a sense, it was a blessing in disguise for you at the time. It really was. Because on top of that, like me being cut from the football team, I feel like that pivoted, like, I feel like that internally changed the type of person that I was at that point in time. What, what type of person did you feel like before then versus the person that you grew to become? I feel like, I feel like I had never really seen real failure when it came to like trying to do something and you know I failed freshman year which was like something that I expected but failing when you don't expect it like that was something I had never dealt with before Mm. and so that was like a large learning lesson for me because I was like I'm failing at something that I worked like failing at something that I worked hard at was like that was like the first like real like moment where I was like there are some times when you can try as hard as you want and you still might not achieve what you may think um, you want to do, but like there may be something else in store or there always usually is something else in store. And like with this situation, it's this, it's, it's track and field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to break this up into two parts. Yeah. That's we're definitely going to have to break this up into two parts. <laughs> Cause that job was long. Yeah, no, this, this is definitely a very good story. Um, and the collegiate story, I can I can only imagine. That joint, yeah, nah, that joint was crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but before we head out of here, anything you want to shout out, things of that nature? Um, I'll say shout out Coach Wade, shout out Coach Alonzo. Um, they definitely, although although Coach Wade cut me from the football team, like he had a point, bro. Like I have no business on the football team for real. Like I would say my sophomore year, like I feel like I deserve to be on the team, but. Um, no, you did. You deserve yeah. to be on that team. But, but it's okay. <laughs> I feel like that that significantly changed the trajectory of like what I was doing, and it definitely made me a different person. Cause like, it, it goes outside of athletics. It goes to like school. It goes to like work. It goes to everything else. Cause like, me being able to work hard at something, and like have the determination that I had, um, like most of it, ninety nine percent of it came from track and field. Cause like I I like consistently saw that like if I do this I will be able to achieve this like if I do this like if you told me after I got cut sophomore year that I was gonna be a state champion I never would have believed that but like going through track and field and seeing all these learned experiences and stuff like that is just like a it's just a it's, just a, it's a crazy experience cause like it was just like I really went from the person like. The reputation, I, I feel like a lot of people can understand, like, the reputation people who get cut from the football team in high school have is not great. But then, like, you go from, like, like the bottom, like, to the literal top. Like, I was literally on the top being a state champion. Like, people could say, like, oh, track's not a real sport. Oh, pe-. You could say, like, sh- like, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, I went from being the person who wasn't even good enough to make the JV team to the best person in Maryland's 4A division. Like that, that like drove it home for me. And for reference, 4A is the the largest division of a public school sports in Maryland. Yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely have to get you on for a part two. Okay. Thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast. And um, for all of our listeners, we'll definitely have a part two where we'll get into the collegiate, the collegiate Big Ten University of Maryland journey. Yeah. But this is just the beginning for Max, and we look forward to hearing more. Thank you guys for listening, and peace.